Blast! It's how bad cast. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, this so. Is, this is your host, Mike, uh, with me as always, co host Dan Linden. Blast! That's our new thing, right? <laughs> and co host Steven Montenegro. I refuse to uh, acknowledge. Um, I am not going to yell blast. Why not? Because I have something more important. Uh, it's we're gonna have to we're gonna have to date this podcast right up at the top. Wow, January twentieth. You guys know two forty nine p.m. You guys know what date it is? Oh yeah, it's twenty nineteen also. One twenty, baby. <laughs> puff puff. Hitler hasn't been born yet. Yeah. the world is safe. <laughs> <laughs> more importantly, uh-huh. Super Wolf Blood Moon Day. Yeah. What? I forgot Wait. about that. Super what? Super, Super Wolf, Wolf Blood, Blood Moon. Moon. Or Super Blood Wolf Moon. What? Uh, what? It doesn't matter. What is happening? I don't actually remember Wolf being involved. <laughs> it, it The wolf is involved. I'll break it down. Okay. It's a super moon. Yep. Because it is the near the closest that the moon will pass to the Earth this month. Yep. Which makes the moon slightly larger. Yep. Super moon. Yep. Blood moon because there's a total lunar eclipse tonight. Great. And wolf moon because all of the full moons of the year on the like lunar cycle have a name, and this one is wolf moon. Oh. Oh. Super where, blood wolf moon. Where do the names come from? Um, I think a variety of traditions that like just astronomers kind of informally settled on. Oh, okay. I was not aware of this aspect of things. Yeah, me neither. Just like when you add the like uh, elements to the Chinese zodiac to shake it up even more. Yeah, like um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Like there's like the well, there's like the harvest moon, right? Sure. Um, which is you know uh, again like sort of informally settled upon, but still settled upon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it also moves around year by year, right? Because it's not on the same calendar. Right. Whoa. Um. Uh. So you know you just kind of. Keep. Doesn't that annoy scientists? <laughs> I it, mean, <laughs> it does, but astronomers are like. It's been my experience with astronomers uh-huh. that they're like kind of into like the they're kind of into the performative aspect of what they do in a lot of instances. <laughs> sure, like you know, NASA was all excited about that. Like. Hey, we can be relevant to people's lives. Let's talk about how the Zodiac is actually slightly different than like what we all think it is. Right. And then there was a lot of science people that are like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I will kill you, NASA. Like, sure. Like, you're still focused on your mission of putting things on Mars and like ramming them into the ground and stuff like that. But which I fully support. But the moment that you acknowledge that there's something that's not science in the world, I wish you all death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I always, and you know, astronomers, like a lot of them will, as you know, they'll go out tonight to uh, some rural community and be like, give me tribute or I shall blot out the moon. Well, you know, those old Sumerian habits die hard, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I mean, they invented astronomy. <laughs> Is that true? I don't know. It might be. It's hard to tell. Uh, I, it's one of those things where like. They could have, but it also, we don't go back any further. And also, like, a bunch of people kind of just... I would say no. Really? Say more. Well, like, there's the whole, you know, uh, Stonehenge and... uh, But is that before, like, the rise of Sumer? Yes, I believe so. Sumeria? Sumer? 
Which one? Maybe right? maybe not Stonehenge itself, but the stuff that's up. Yeah, the that, stuff that I just watched on ancient British something show. <laughs> wow! Did it have the alien guy with the crazy hair? No, it's oh, not so ancient still, aliens. So they're, they're still taking themselves seriously <laughs> over there, Wangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but it's like the. Uh, uh, did what, anybody come? What's anybody... that closest island in the to up Isle north of... in Scotland? Oh, not the Isle not of Isle of Man. Or Isle of Wight. Um, the, yeah, that other one. The Viking Island. Yeah. <laughs> Great. We are just a bucket of facts. Anyway, here. there's a bunch of giant uh, temple complexes up there and stuff that Great. are really old. Not not the Faroe Islands, though. Uh, well, we're approaching... It's that general area. Yeah, but not. But, the, it's the not the Faroe Islands islands in that zone. Yeah. yeah Great. That, that's what I thought. Um, are you thinking of Iceland? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I was thinking of the North Pole. Oh, uh, not an island, huh? You know what the world's <laughs> biggest island is? Me, Greenland. Sure. What okay. about what about Australia? Doesn't count because it's a continent. It always likes to claim that it counts. Why doesn't it count? It set, well, because in that in that respect, then North and South America uh, is the second biggest island, <laughs> and Eurasia is. Eurasia Africa uh-huh. is the third or is the first. I feel like we should really recognize Eurasia Africa as the biggest island. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair. Uh, I think it's bigger. Than, it's bigger than Antarctica, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It must be. Um, <laughs> but well, uh, I mean, so, that's what that's what they want you to believe. Yes. When truly, when really, Antarctica is a giant wall surrounding all of the flat to hold to hold the water in. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, so I'm basing this on on the scientific authority of uh, Rockapella on where in the world is Carmen San Diego. <laughs> oh, nice! Singing a song about the world's biggest islands. Oh, in which they proclaimed, "If you hate snow and ice, you're gonna think it's a meanland." Uh-huh. Oh boy! The world's biggest island. Yo, give it up for Greenland. <laughs> wow, Rockapella, truly the most talented. They were how, how did how did the Carmen San Diego get them? Right, that was a get. Yeah, that was huge. I mean, like fake Interpol or whatever is just throwing money around <laughs> willy nilly. No wonder they could never catch her. Yeah, was it actually Interpol? I think it might have actually been Interpol. That might be the maybe. Case. I love the idea of someone coming. It's just like I can't get. I can't get two guys on the port or paying <laughs> ten large this fucking acapella group every week. Um, uh, so Interpol doesn't actually arrest people. What do they do? Just like point they, at them? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Cool. They, they they like literally they're like an email clearinghouse mm. that's like that's like hey you guys um uh America wants this guy so if you see him yeah. Uh, Send them over. Except for America doesn't really use Interpol. It's mostly just exists to be abused by Russia and Turkey. Nice. <laughs> right. Um, I uh, mean, it would be surprising if any uh, international body was fully participated in by America. That would be very out of character. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we fully participate in the UN, like, and mostly, like, what we do is we show up at the UN. Yeah. We give we get Americans to give speeches that have nothing to do with global affairs and everything to do with CNN. <laughs> um, 
And then we send them invoices that they're never going to pay, that they never agreed to pay, but we're just <laughs> cranky. Oh, yeah, and the One World Order. We do that, too. Well, sure. Sure. Um, you know, we use it We use it to subvert American sovereignty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> yeah, like, uh, recently, like this week, uh, Turkey has decided that um, since the New York Knicks are, like, like doing, like, some are doing like some like uh tour overseas or something like that to play basketball and exhibition games. Mm-hmm. I think after the season ends. Yeah. That they would demand that Interpol uh find and then arrest some Turkish dude that plays for the New York Knicks. Yeah. Because he was mean to their president on Twitter. Uh-huh. <laughs> um and thus a terrorist. Right. Right. Uh Turkey's Turkey is like they don't even pretend anymore. <laughs> they're they're another one of them countries that's just like, oh, were you mean to me? Oh yeah, I'm gonna execute you because you're a terrorist. Don't worry, you'll get a trial. It'll be almost 15 minutes long, uh-huh. and they're just like open about it. And they're like, what are you gonna do? Your president high fived me, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, yeah, or like a couple weeks ago where they're like, how dare you? say that we're going to slaughter the Kurds in Syria, even though we basically said, as soon as you leave, we're going to attack the Kurds in Syria. Yeah, I love that. Like, how dare you? How dare you accuse us of wanting to kill them? It is the official policy of our our government that they are terrorists and need to be killed. (laughs) Not that we're going to kill them. We're definitely going to kill them. (laughs) Um, But here's the thing, is like, like, I think that the, I think that the Kurds, at least in Iraq and Syria, are like, yeah, yeah, bring it. We've got like decades of like we've got like decades worth of US weaponry stashed and it turns out we're like the only we don't have a country. Right. We are the world's largest ethnic group without an ethno state homeland. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um uh but we are literally the only people in the region that are disciplined or organized in any way. <laughs> yeah. Um so go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I think Syrians feel differently, but sure. know, especially in northern Iraq. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, probably should have just probably should have just like if if I'm being purely cynical. Okay. Here, when we invaded Iraq, uh huh, the United States, not the three of us. <laughs> I mean, right. that went less well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was most or better because, like, in theory, in theory, if the three of us invaded invaded Iraq, yeah. and we're sitting here doing this podcast now that means we left yeah and yeah. therefore maybe it went better than when the u.s invaded iraq yeah. i really want you to step back and stop giving uh stop like putting a target on us as like like the ability for like the president say to say hey look these guys just admitted they went in first <laughs> they destabilized the region well i mean yeah we're the tip of the spear yeah yeah um Man, if we uh, if we renamed this podcast the Tip of the Spear, so many so many new listeners. Yeah, one (laughs) one time listeners at least. I would, uh... dear white supremacists that are listening (laughs) to this podcast for the first time, fuck you. But yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's it wouldn't be that hard to make a sound argument that we did a Teddy Bear Junkins episode in Baghdad (laughs) and then. Two weeks later, Saddam fell. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, uh, anyways, if I'm being purely cynical and mm-hmm. self-interested as, like, an American interested in, like, U.S. global hegemony. Sure. Um, 
a thing that people tune into this podcast to hear me talk <laughs> Absolutely. About. Yep. Everyone comes to the tip of the spear. <laughs> how, many, how many podcasts do you think you get if you search for a tip of the spear podcast? Oh boy. So many. And they're all like the same 23 dudes from North Carolina that live up in the mountains. <laughs> Circulating, just driving to each other's houses yep. to do the different podcasts. Um, Arguing about who actually has a right to the name Tip of the Spear. <laughs> Dude, white supremacist movements in this country have been brought down over less. <laughs> um, like, the Klan for decades argued over who the real Klan was. It was right. like, you know, it was like when a band, like, like from 40 years ago reforms but they don't own their name or like <laughs> one of the dudes left so they can't contractually call it the same thing yeah uh, like you know uh like like when when the beach boys went on tour without brian wilson and called themselves like the beach fellas or whatever they <laughs> called themselves uh or like maybe dos beach boys or whatever they were doing sure full beach house with john stamos yeah yeah but no women, just boys. That's right. the whole name that they used. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, but like the clan forever uh, was just like, well, we're the original knights of the Ku Klux Klan and we're just the Ku Klux Klan of America. And we're the unified front of knights of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> and then they all fought over who got to be called that. Hooray. Um, well, because some of them weren't like racist enough, I yeah. guess. Right. Or they were just like more interested in their businesses being segregated and right. not so much interested in who were they? Who were they against? Other, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I get who the Klan was against, but I mean, like, why did they need to? Why did they need to organize for that? Seems like there were plenty of people that were just like doing hate crimes. I guess it was like at a certain. I guess they probably on some level, some of them figured like, man. At some point, people are going to be paying way closer attention to this. Yeah. So it might be good to hide ourselves a little bit. Well, the thing is, like, hate crimes are, you know, uh, hate crimes are as good as they are, I guess, for uh, focusing your hate. But at a certain point, you just want to have meetings. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Need, a, you need a social aspect yeah. that, like, the policeman's ball didn't, like, always provide. Right. <laughs> um. Anyways. If I'm being purely cynical and self-interested, oh, that's right. right. You're right. still in the that's middle right. of a point. We're I talking forgot. about. <laughs> we're talking about the. What un- are we doing? We're talking about the it's unrest in the Middle minutes East already. I just I think that like I think that we should have just like gone like hey you know what Syria and maybe Turkey and definitely part of Iraq uh-huh. like we the United States because bombs uh, uh-huh. have decided that we are creating a uh, a Kurdish state. And they get all of the oil and all of the money, and they will like us forever. We should have just done that. I mean, certainly that has gone over great every time that the Western world has done that. How could it be worse? Sure. Okay. (laughs) I guess you have a point. So why don't we just do that? Like, I'm just saying, like, then we'd have, like, the richest, most organized country that's like... We're cool. We're into you. Uh And we'd just be able to do what we want. I'm not arguing that being able to do what we want is necessarily a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but mm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, it would have we could have we could have just could have just skipped ahead a few years. Headed some things off at the pass. Mm. Let's just start creating more countries. Yeah. Yeah, it's never not worked out in the past. Yeah. Um 
Let's see. Was there a time that it worked out well? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for some people, sure. Well, yeah, it always works out well for someone. (laughs) You just have to choose who you want things to work out for. Right. And then uh, design it around that. And then just be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, like, literally everywhere has been invaded uh, at some point in time. Mm -hmm. Except for, like... Ethiopia will argue that it's never been conquered. Cool. Sure. At some point, <laughs> at some point in time, or at any point in time, rather. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think everybody that argues that, but I think like Ethiopia sometimes like claims that they're like the only nation that's never been conquered. Great. Yeah. Um. But still, like Italy was all up in there. <laughs> they certainly were. <laughs> I believe that's the military term. Yep. All up in there. <laughs> yeah. And. That's what I know about global affairs. <laughs> Great. Great well, opening we, segment. Yeah. Uh, a bad cast. <laughs> a bad cast. A bad cast. A bad cast. A bad cast. Ooh. A bad cast. Ah. A bad cast. Oh. A bad cast. Oh. Tip of the speed. <laughs> um. Uh, so let's talk about <laughs> Super Blood Wolf Moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. You know. What happened? What happened between when we started the Super Blood Wolf Moon? <laughs> I don't know. I think I had some thoughts on global affairs for some reason. Yeah, Who we, knows? We, we went on a journey. Yeah, we sure did. They were relevant. Like, we went on a, perhaps a, like, more wild journey than usual. Is, I, I believe that's the case, yes. Is that more wild than usual? God, you got loud chair early. No, oh, this wasn't loud chair. This was loud floor under chair. There are some shifting boards under the chair okay. now. Okay, there's always an excuse. I just want you guys to know what is happening in case you see me suddenly drop below the table. <laughs> the floor <laughs> has given out. How would they see that? Talking I'm not about... talking to the listeners. I'm talking to you, too. Well, see, that's you the problem. You two need to do something if I suddenly fall well, below the table. What do we do? What should we do if you fall through fall below the table try to keep me from dying where how are you gonna, what what do you think is down there a bunch of crazy uh i don't know chuds yeah probably chuds whoa i would just say dirt dirt chuds just, no just dirt <laughs> i mean i guess maggots could be considered dirt chuds <laughs> look just make sure that if i fall through the floor onto what i assume is like a some dirt some like bricks like cinder blocks, maybe? Yeah. Or? Like, I can't imagine that it's organized down there. Sure. No. No, we've outlawed chud unionization. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure that if, like, I break something, if some piece of this chair enters my body upon <laughs> the point of impact, uh-huh. that uh, there's part of your body? swift medical yeah, what attention. Yeah, Because <laughs> I might just laugh. Well, we'll see, I guess. Also, like... If it's funny enough, I guess I'll understand. I feel like it has to be a... Like, there's a very specific set of circumstances where that chair would enter your body. But more than one set of circumstances, I feel like. All right. Ha, huh, Mike. Chair's in your butt. <laughs> Practi- are you practicing? for? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Right. I mean, I guess depending on how what if, much in my butt what if you fall through there and we find like a goon end of goonies style pirate's tomb oh um we should not tell anyone because i don't think looting underneath the building is covered under my lease oh sure but i want to do it anyway yeah yeah why wouldn't you i mean aside from curses yeah but those can uh those can be broken by throwing the evil tiki back in the forest <laughs> oh sure 
Um, that was a weird turn that uh, that the Brady Bunch took. They're like, okay, we're making a TV movie <laughs> uh-huh. about the Brady Bunch going on vacation. Uh-huh. Yeah, here's what we need to do. Um, though it's never really been part of the tone of the show before. Let's make it racist. <laughs> <laughs> like, where where do they get that from? I feel like there was a period uh, of entertainment where, uh, where uh, just acknowledging a culture existed, regardless yeah. of how racist. Yeah. Probably the more racist, the better, because you're... Uh, including more aspects of them, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was representation. That was good it's, representation it's, at the time. Sure, practically, it's practically an educational documentary that should be shown <laughs> in schools. Right. right. Okay. So then, do you think contemporarily, when it originally aired, Japanese soldier lost on Gilligan's Island, <laughs> representation or super racist? Ooh, well, uh, I don't remember all that well, but I feel like I was slightly uncomfortable with it as a child. <laughs> so that's fair. Yeah. Um, uh, like, and and do you think that it it was racist and not representation? Because in theory, America was still at war with that man. <laughs> <laughs> at least to him. Well, sure, uh, right. Sure. So it's okay because. Uh, because if you're at war, propaganda is fine. Uh, no, no, no. What I are think, we talking I think about? It, I think it makes it more racist because there's no chance that it's supposed to be cultural representation. Oh, I see. If we're at war with them. It's insane how much happened on one island. Like, it would at, it'd be a little more plausible if it was like Gilligan's Chain of Islands. But like... Yeah. Gilligan's Archipelago yeah. just doesn't, like, doesn't have the same ring to it. No. But I mean... It would have to be like, with Gilligan, the Skipper 2... And all of the rest, because now we have to fit the word archipelago into this song. Yeah. I mostly only remember when they found a giant spider on the island. Mm -hmm. I really wonder how far into the show they were, because you would think that would come up earlier. there was only like four seasons of Gilligan's Island, too. Really? Because it went from like black and white to color. What did that over the course of four seasons? Yeah. Maybe it was just right at the time. Like it was right at the time. It went from black and white to color. And from not acknowledging two members of the cast to acknowledging two members nope. of the cast. other direction, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it started with all of them uh-huh. and then moved to Anne the Race. <laughs> oh. I think because, if I know this story correctly, it was because the woman that played the movie star, mm-hmm. Ginger, is that right? Yeah. Um, was led to believe that uh, she... Uh, was the star of the show because she was a movie star and was upset that other members of the cast were getting acknowledgement. That would explain why they why it seemed so like awkward how they did the and the rest <laughs> in the exact same amount of time it took to say the professor and Marianne. Yeah. 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 I and think- actually the fact that it took less time made it fit into the song worse. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure, though, that it was a demand by the woman that played Ginger that other people not be as special as her. Hmm. That's cool. It's a power move. <laughs> Is that cool? <laughs> yeah, I mean, imagine being able to wield that kind of clout on Gilligan's Island. Yeah, I mean, Bob Denver didn't even have that type of clout. Mm-mm. What I don't understand is why did the professor get hurt in that? Um, What do you mean? I mean, like, 
I felt like the professor, like they added him for like eye candy, like he's like get some beefcake. Yeah, he's this hairy beefcake. Well, you're saying people weren't get that, get that professor's shirt off. People, people weren't people weren't wetting their panties <laughs> over Alan Hale. I feel like the professor was not like in competition with Ginger for attention. So, like, why why did he get brushed aside? Yeah, you, you know that common saying that gets printed on women's shirts all the time? Yeah. Alan Hale, sploosh. <laughs> Which one was Alan Hale? <laughs> the skipper. Okay, great. Those are those are the only names I know. Got it. So don't, maybe, don't worry, I'm not just going to start listing the names of cast members. I mean, maybe the shirt said sploosh because it was the ocean hitting his ship. Yeah, it's a skipper. He's just doing his boat stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, he was brave and sure. What a like. Okay, now I, now I'm in the weeds on Gilligan's. <laughs> <laughs> so right. okay, so all of these people, yeah, these disparate people, they all just which decide, is a word that I pronounce disparate. I also pronounce it that way. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Dan pronounces it disparate because they are trapped on an island with no hope of escape. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, so they all chartered the same like. Not necessarily that high-end <laughs> cruise around the sea. Yeah. yeah. Tro- they left from a tropic port aboard a tiny ship. Yeah. So, like, we're saying... They had three hours to kill. But, like... <sighs> it, was just a, it was just a tour. But, like, the howl, howls... Howls? Howls. <laughs> the howls didn't just, like... Private, like they're like, let's take a, they're like, let's just charter a boat ourselves, so like just a private well, boat. Well, income inequality was not nearly as big as it is now back then. So being rich, yeah, meant that like you could definitely afford to do it. Yeah. Whereas like the professor like saved up, right? That's what that's what the difference. Was. I see. And they probably you know like they had most of their clothes and stuff, and the professor just had that one ripped dress shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so like like clearly like they purchased more cargo space. What's Marianne doing there? Ooh, great question. I think she was the only one who didn't seem like she obviously had some money. There's like an explanation for it that I can't remember what it is, but like it was like maybe it was even just like, you know, retconned in or whatever. <laughs> but it like it makes perfect sense and I just can't remember what it is. Sure. Um I'm gonna look it up right now. Keep keep wondering what the hell is going on. <laughs> maybe she maybe she murdered someone on mainland <laughs> How would she... that be? Maybe they would have been fine in the storm, but then she scuttled the boat because she saw the island. And was like, "This is my chance to escape the law." I guess I that still doesn't explain how she got on the boat in the first place. Like, uh, I don't know. She used her feminine wiles on whom? Gilligan, she wasn't presumably. Supposed, she wasn't supposed to have feminine. That was wiles. a front. She's a black widow. <laughs> wow, that's just weird. <laughs> I don't know. I, I gotta say though, like it it really only works if like you know you don't expect all these people to be together, right? So don't think too much about it. Dan. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's just funny to me that like a college professor, some very wealthy people, and a Hollywood actress are just like I all we all individually would like to do this. Oh, she won it in a radio contest. Oh. Okay. I feel like a college professor and very wealthy people go perfectly fine together. I don't see how what that's college weird. though. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, like Beloit or better. <laughs> he seemed pretty uppity. He was kind of a dick. I guess he was pretty uppity. So, like, there's a movie star, like, the two rich people, like, 
a, a fancy college professor yep. and the woman that won it in a contest. It makes yeah, sense. It makes perfect sense. All right. You've got three low-class slobs. Yeah. And then four people who could afford to be there. Okay. Great. Yeah, and two of the low-class slobs were the worker slobs. Yeah. Right. They were getting paid to be there. Well, you're welcome, listeners. Uh, <laughs> we've teased this puzzle out, and uh, everything makes sense. And Dan's initial point is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we've proven it. Great. With science. Great. Great. And looking up a thing on Wikipedia. We're like two professors and one Gilligan. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Which one's the Gilligan? Uh, Dan. Yeah, I think that was pretty <laughs> obviously. Yeah, but like, you know. I wanted to point it out to make you feel better. Spoon feed it to the listeners. So speaking of water starting to get rough, your apartment recently <laughs> flooded. <laughs> Good transition. Yeah, wow. <laughs> My kitchen, which is also our studio, yeah, yeah. Uh, recently flooded like whoa. Um, How much is that? We have not really talked about what the hell happened, and uh, uh, are we okay right now? I don't know. Do you think the floor under me is in more danger of falling? So here's an interesting thing. Right before the apartment flooded, I started to notice that the floor was like moving a little bit more, like a little bit squeakier, a little bit movier than it was recently. Yeah, yeah I do remember finding a new weak spot in the and middle I, of your kitchen. I assume that like the uh, constant freeze-thaw cycle of this bizarre-ass winter. Yeah. Um, yeah. For listeners that don't know, we're in Minnesota where... We've had one inch of snow and, like, four days below freezing the last four days, um, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I think, like, probably, like, you know, the weird freeze-thaw cycle caused some settling. And, you know, since I'm in half a, I'm half a floor below ground. Right. Um, Where did the water come from? The water came from the ceiling. Ooh. Uh, so if you look across my ceiling, yep. you see, like... Some cracky lines of poo-colored <laughs> stains. Uh-huh. Yep, I um, sure do. Uh, and then, um, and then uh, there's some pipes up there. Yeah, and the holes around the pipes is where it first started flooding out. Oh, fun! Mm. Like about like I don't know. I'd say about a say about half a gallon a minute. <laughs> um, it was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I had to I had to take my like 13 gallon garbage can and like. That I was catching all of the water from the pipes with uh, and, like, dump it a couple times. Uh-huh. So it was a lot. But then it started just spreading out into the plastery ceiling. Great. Which, for a while, was, like, sagging. Yeah. Because, like, the water and stuff. But when it dried up, it seemed to, like, it seemed to kind of go back into shape. Huh. And I only lost, like, a couple of little pieces of it. Yeah. So, like... Like, plastery pieces. Yeah. So, like, I guess it's a pretty effective ceiling. I guess. <laughs> um, uh... But yeah, um, so for a while I thought it was sewage, mm-hmm. and now I don't believe it was. I mean, I definitely ammoniaed the shit out of my floor uh-huh, and stuff sure. like that to literally the shit out of my floor yes. just in case. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but like, I was it, like, it had a smell, and I couldn't figure out like, I'm like, I recognize the smell. It's not necessarily a good smell. Huh. Okay. Um, uh, the water. I mean, not just in general right um, uh and like and then eventually like the next day when i was dumping like the last container that i had used to like like contain the water yeah because i was up like you know cleaning till like 6 a.m or something like that the night yeah. that it happened so like the next morning when i'm dumping the last container i think i finally hit on what the smell was mm-hmm. it smells like 
if you extracted pure alcohol from like scotch and this is what's left over. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, so it's just right? completely non-alcoholic scotch, which kind of makes sense because I think it was just water like leaching through old wood in the floor. Mm-hmm. Ah. I think that's what the smell was. Mm-hmm. But like you know, it kind of had a mildew scent sure. scent to it as well. Sure, which I initially, in a abundance of caution, no panic, mm-hmm. uh, identified as poo. Right. Whose yeah. device just made a sound? That was mine. Wow, Mike. That was so Wow. Rude. <laughs> we were having a compelling story about poo water coming from the sky. Which With, is where it comes from. I have to have... Ugh, I have to turn on my phone to ring out loud when I go to bed uh, so that like, I actually wake up in the morning. Why? Um, because part of the process of waking up often involves uh mike's wife calling from downstairs when she hasn't actually gone to bed yet uh aha and saying like hey dog your alarm's going off uh yeah but i can't uh it's a little weird that she just informally calls you dog but (laughs) uh it's not informal it's part of our uh dom sub thing but anyway uh (laughs) Has, like she I, tried, has she tried to dog walk you yet? <laughs> That's a thing from popular culture that I don't entirely understand. Uh, I I can't have my phone vibrate when on silent anymore mm-hmm. because it's too heavy and vibrates too loudly when I'm at work and I have it on my desk, which I like to have uh, For- so that I can see notifications as they come up. Cool. Um... That is a complicated thing. Yeah. Like, and somehow, even yeah. though we're talking about like technology that everybody has in their pockets and should be relevant to their daily lives, yep. less relevant or to their daily lives or interesting than my description of what's going on in Iraq, <laughs> which I thought was, if I do say so myself, mm-hmm. long. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really nailed it. Yeah. Well past the tip of the spear. <laughs> yeah. We're like... That that spear's like four inches in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> That's probably not coming out. Well. I don't know. Four inches, it might be starting to come out there. Yeah, depending <laughs> oh, on... Oh, yeah, depending on where it hits you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I never get tired of internet movies of judges getting hit by the javelins they're supposed to be judging. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just Google that. No. <laughs> Judge gets hit by javelin. Um, They always... Like... Javelins are real sharp and, like, real, like, aerodynamic. Right. So it kind of just goes through them. And they always, like, mostly get out of the way. Like, there's never an instance in which, like, like this guy got hit, like, straight through the belly button. And, like, it came out the back and, like, paralyzed him because it hit his spine. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, crap, I misjudged it. I'm mostly out of the way. And then they, like, don't know what to do. That's the best part. This is why I keep insisting, and I really want everyone to get onto this activism, we need javelin judges to be wearing full plate. That's the only way that they are going to stay safe. Or, yeah. and hear me out here, just use like cameras and lasers and stuff. You don't need a dude. <laughs> <laughs> there doesn't need to be a dude there. That's very true. Like, literally, they're like, let's invent a sport where... It's not a sport if computers are refereeing. Only human referees make a sport. What if they had like a well, little... Well, then, like, but uh, hold on. <laughs> In... And I'll let Dan speculate about this in a moment. <laughs> but, like, 
okay, so a dude throws a spear. Yeah. Like, we've invented a sport that just mimics throwing spears. Yeah. By throwing spears. Sure. Why did we then go, you know what's an essential component of this? A guy that's near where they'll land. <laughs> like, a dude with a tape measure still has a tape measure if he's standing behind the guy throwing the spear until after he's thrown it. It's true. It does seem like we're missing a, like, valuable part of the sport where the javelin is actually intentionally being thrown at a dude and the other dude has to avoid it intentionally. Mike. What? That's the sport. That's... No, no, no. You're describing <laughs> hunting a human. Yeah. It's not hunting. You both know exactly where the other one is, and you're not allowed to go uh, beyond a line. Oh, you're describing World War One. <laughs> that too. What were you going to say, Dan? Oh, I was going to say maybe you could just have like a like a little gyrocopter to float above the. the okay, so does that count? Does that count as like if a human is reviewing the gyrocopter footage? Does that count as a human judge, Mike? With only, all of your opinions. Only if reviewing the footage is a, a, a last resort like in football you could easily uh you could easily uh, figure things out by just watching the video from various angles but they have to they have to like confer and talk about it and then they're allowed to watch the footage for whatever reason yeah i really think that they should just get rid of that and like if like if you're gonna have human people like like I think I think we're there's a chance we're wading into a internet minefield again here, but it's what? too Why? It's What's too happening cool now? and popular. We'll for, find out. It's too cool and popular for us to understand it. I think people have strong opinions about whether or not there should be instant replay. Oh yeah, but like it doesn't make sense to me. Like if you've got dudes there, just be like, sometimes the dudes see it a little bit differently than you saw it. Uh huh. Like. And that's what it does. And also, maybe this sporting event should take less than five and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. I always assumed that was, I mean, based on my experience of growing up and watching other people watch football. Right. I just assumed part of the experience, or part of the joy of the experience was seeing something on a camera and then being disgusted with the human that had made a judgment right? on what yeah. you saw on the camera. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. like you get everything in super slow-mo and nine angles and replays. Right. Because... Part of the experience is being angry at the man that only saw it once very quickly. Yeah. Besides, you can't hack a human being. You can bribe them, certainly. Certainly. I mean, that's a form of hacking, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's person hacking. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's different, too. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, like in like South American soccer, I think that happens. Sure. Person hacking. Yeah. Like, uh, wait, which one are we talking about? The bribery? The bribery definitely happens. Oh, right. <laughs> I think the person hacking, or at least the threat thereof, uh -huh. also happens. I see. I'm not entirely, I'm not entirely certain. Mm -hmm. Like, in that I have never been on either end of it, which is the only way that I could be completely sure. Right. Sure. Um, but I suspect. Mm -hmm. I mean, didn't, like, Panama and, like, Ecuador or someone who borders Panama? Ooh, great question. Um, like Colombia and, uh, 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 and Guatemala? Yeah, maybe. Panama. <laughs> Panama went. <laughs> Panama went to war with someone over a soccer match in like the late seventies. Great. Like it seemed like the ref wasn't fair, so they had like four days worth of war, real quick. Hmm. Just a quick one. Yeah. Just, just, like know. honestly, I think it ended when people went. Wait, are we are we in a war because of soccer match? 
Like I'm it's, look this up. It started out as just the usual, just like angry professional sports, like post game riots, and then suddenly, like after a few days of just like losing minds, we're like, oh no, we've well, started a war. You got to define like professional sports post game riots because in the United States, yeah, it's just a bunch of dumb white kids from Boston right. flipping things over right. every time. Yeah, uh, elsewhere in the world. It's um, it has a significantly more multicultural flair to it, right. except for maybe Scotland. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, right. We're supposed to be vamping while Stephen looks up facts. Yeah. yeah, it's a real problem when the only guy that watches soccer. Oh no, it stops was, talking about it. <laughs> it was a it was a war between um, Honduras and El Salvador. Mm. Um, yeah, and it was just a it was just a bitty one. Uh, Just a little uh, bit. What, what year was this? It's called um, 1969. It's called the Soccer War or the Hundred Hours War. Huh. Uh, it was a or brief war fought between El, El Salvador and Honduras in 1969. Um, uh, uh, it it co it basically just grew out of like something happened in a World Cup qualifier in 1969, and then there was rioting, and then it turned into a real quick war. Hmm. Yeah. Did the war they, resolve like, something about soccer? Uh, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like El Salvador is just like, you know what? We're sending troops into Honduras. Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah. That's. Mm. Yep. Wow. Maybe it's good that America doesn't participate very much on the international sports stage. I think that we should shove this like 100 days war into people's faces when they make that big deal about. How uh, World War troops played soccer on Christmas that one time. Oh, yeah? Well, it could go the other way, too, <laughs> yeah, asshole. <right? laughs> yep, that, that makes perfect sense. Screw your armistice. Yeah. <laughs> Honduras and El Salvador fought a hundred-hour war over this. Did your armistice last a hundred hours? No. War wins again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Tip of the spear. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest, though. If you're, if you're looking at it this way of, like, take... Let's just take two countries or two societies. One is avowedly and, like, uh, completely peaceful and determined to be completely peaceful. Mm -hmm. The other one, completely determined to wage war. Who's going to win? <laughs> the war one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Because, sure. like, peaceful countries are just going to be like, hey, stop warring us. And war countries going to be like, it's what we do. We war. <laughs> Give us your country. And they'll be like... We'd rather you didn't, but we will not stop you. Uh -huh. This has to have been a Star Trek episode at some point. Uh, probably several. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't... Somehow, even though they didn't make it through the entire five years, there are several repeat plots in that original series. Indeed. Why did that happen? That's a really good point. I guess maybe that's why they only went three years. They were probably just sitting there writers and just like, I don't know, uh, maybe like two races that have to live together but hate each other. <laughs> Would, like the black and white guys? Yeah, but this time make them like, I don't know, blue and green. Yeah. Uh, um, or like put stars on the bellies of some of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as I think back about it too, like most of most of the original Star Trek series and like a good portion of the themes in the next generation are just like, hey you guys, you know what? Fuck the Middle East. Am I right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is all was, this is a... all this is all pretty much an allegory for <laughs> for how Iraq and Syria and Iran are just monsters. <laughs> huh. That's not exactly how I interpreted it at the time. 
I guess I could go back and rewatch it. Yeah, and think about my point about Kurdistan while you do it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Why I don't are there know. no Remans? Uh, God, we talked about this. Have we done this already? Yes. <laughs> well. And the answer is there are. Yeah. Oh. So shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair point. <laughs> I mean, they must have mattered so little that I forgot that we even talked about it already. We talked about it. We talked about how Tom Hardy was yeah. a young Patrick Stewart clone. Yeah. Oh, I'm bored of this already. Yes, <laughs> you should be. Let's, let's move on. Yeah, you yeah. should be. I didn't even make it through that movie. Seriously, though, like, would it, like, how many writers were there on the original Star Trek series? Uh, probably, like, I don't know. Probably not that many, right? Yeah, because, like, everything was just written by, like, one dude back in the day, basically. It's like, Gene, what if Spock uh, mind-melded with a pile of goo? Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, but just, like, here's the deal. Like the moment that you're also like, my wife is in this episode. <laughs> All right, Gene. Like the moment that you're like, haven't we already kind of done this before? Yeah, you got a better idea. Okay, so there's two of us. We've already done this one. <laughs> we don't have a better idea. So then at that point, you got two options: one, to do the same thing again. Yeah. Sure. Or two, hire another dude. Was original seer? Was original Star Trek like pre-rerun? Is that why it happened that way? Because it didn't matter? Because it's not like you were going to rerun the episode very oh, often was anyway? was there a time that was pre-reruns? I think there was a time that was pre-reruns, but... I mean, according to Back to the Future, there was a time that was pre-reruns. That was a joke <laughs> in the original Back to the Future movie. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Mm. What's a rerun? Yeah. That's how the little boy the says it. That's the joke. Uh, yeah. Fred, I don't... Fred Berry? What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Chuck, Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin. Your cousin, Marvin Barry. You know how you were angry that a show was on and you didn't see it? Well, well ask your other cousin, Fred. <laughs> rerun Barry. <laughs> wow, that worked out really well. <laughs> Why does he have to tell him his last name? Like, it seems like you'd be more likely to need to tell him his last name if he had a different last name, which is a perfectly acceptable thing for a cousin to have, yeah. but just doesn't sh set up the stupid one-sided phone conversation. Well, maybe thing. his maternal side also has a cousin named Marvin. Yeah. Yeah. Like Marvin Falentowitz. Finkelstein. <laughs> sure. Falentowitz, Finkelstein, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I was watching, uh, uh, the ultimate fighting championship last okay. night. Um, and like one of the dudes, UFC, oh, <laughs> um, uh, one of the dudes from like the main event or whatever, one of the mini packages that was helping me to get to know him and thus be more invested in it. Sure. Okay. Which thank God that they ran and we were all super invested in it. Cause the fight literally lasted 32 seconds. <laughs> um, literally 32 seconds. Uh, but like one of the guys was like, like he, he got like clearly like the producer question for this package of like, so what's your motivation for fighting today? Uh -huh. And like, apparently they don't allow them to just say money. money. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but like, <laughs> And, like, I don't think that this is the fighter's fault. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he was, like, sort of, like, you know, 
I'm guessing he was sort of coached or weirdly edited into this. Uh-huh. But basically, his uh, his like what he said is like, I won an Olympic gold medal in wrestling for America. Ooh. Oh, and people don't even like come up to me on the street, recognize me, and thank me for that anymore. So now <laughs> I need to get back on top. Like this was his motivation, and I'm like. What did you think was going to happen? What? Are we supposed to do thank you for your service to Olympic wrestlers as well? Are we? If you are given any sort of medal in any way associated with our country, you're supposed to thank that person for their service. I mean, if you wear the medal around, That's I can the do problem. it. Yeah, yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is it like if you just wear it around all the time and he's like apparently real good at fighting so he doesn't have to worry about anybody taking it from right. him. Yeah. Like, Dracula wasn't ashamed of his medal he wore it all the time, and people thanked him for it. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Yeah. They're like, hey, at least, at least, thanks for letting me know that I'm getting eaten by a count and <laughs> right. not just some peasant. Yeah. Right. Not, uh, right. not the Donna Logue of <laughs> the European <laughs> vampire clan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he only had one arm after a while. Yeah. Because, you know, Blade cut it off. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> reminding me as we go of various events that happened in Blade. Yeah. He also got his face shoved into a subway train. But I think he was fine. <laughs> yeah, it just he just it just hurt. Yeah. Like that was the best part about that character is like most of the shit Blade did to him was just to be a dick. Yeah, yeah he was basically just yeah. annoying him. He just, yeah. he just illustrated how horrifying <laughs> the Three Stooges would have been if the Three Stooges were immortal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Ah. Yeah, Donald Logan, like the Blade in Blade, was like basically like the coyote. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Or like Donald Duck or whatever. Who like like the coyote did shit to himself, so it's an imperfect metaphor. Yeah. Sure. But I mean, there was He's that, more like curly. There was that yeah. classic scene though, where Blade, but a cartoon, where Blade, uh, you right. know, walked off of a building, and then, so like curly in Scooby Doo, when they met the three yeah, students. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. What? Maybe maybe Donald Logue did do it to himself though. Scooby Doo and the Mystery Gang met a lot of celebrities. Yeah, like the Three Stooges, I think a couple of times. Sure. <laughs> um, and maybe maybe Donald Logue did do it to, to himself. Because, like, can Blade really be do- be blamed for what he's done to those motherfuckers that always trying to skate uphill? <laughs> That's true. No, the answer is no. no. Yeah, I think not. I mean, tax evasion, yes. Sure. <laughs> That's but, I he- mean, in his defense, how, I mean, they were taxing his paper person, not him. Like, how... <laughs> How can the government be... I went into a, a deep dive on uh, the weird uh, sovereign... Were you doing a sovereign citizen thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, you didn't You didn't do it all that well, and now we're not allowed to be called Tip of the Spear anymore. <laughs> Thank you for trying to justify the name Tip of the Spear, though. S- say goodbye to all our new listeners. <laughs> that's that's probably fine. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of them were already turning it off because we were talking about Blade. Sure. <laughs> a story where a very angry, very powerful black man just slices up powerful European white men. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah. We need to know our audience better. <laughs> you know, I think that the people that say like that... Fa- I feel like the European ones, the tip of the spear, you know, the American tip of the spear probably wouldn't care that much that much about. Sure. You don't want to let uh, you don't want to let aristocrats tell you what to do. Right. That's true. I mean, that's why to them, Stephen Dorff was the hero of that movie because he was trying to rise up against the uh, like the old 
old console of yeah, vampires. He was, he was trying. He was just trying to do classic. He's 80s a self-made man. Slobs yeah. versus snobs. Exactly. But he was he, he was out of it. He was born too late. Yep. What's he gonna do? Beat the old vampires in a ski race? No, they've been alive <laughs> for millennia. They yeah. have so much practice. They're so good at skiing. Yeah. His only hope. Was to beat them in an ice skating uphill challenge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because of his young, spry legs. Yep. Right. Wow. I didn't think that we could possibly come up with new blade content. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Because uh-huh. this is what? Like the approximately 100th episode in which we've spoken about blade. At least. The uh, distinct possibility. Yeah. At what point in time are we just going to decide to throw ourselves a party because it's been like 300 episodes or some shit like that? Oh, man. I don't I know. I do feel a little bit bad now that so so uh, soon after I started throwing shade at Star Trek, the original series, for repeating plot lines, we started talking about how often we repeat ourselves. Hold on. The whole point of this podcast yeah. is that we are hypocrites and that our <laughs> listeners can eat a dick. Wow. Wow. We've determined that most of them are white supremacists, right? (laughs) I mean, this episode, sure. Yeah. No one ever ever says, like, no one that's like, hey, you got to play to your audience, never stopped and asked themselves, but what if your audience is white supremacists? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Because then you shouldn't, is what I'm saying. Right. right. I'm I'm taking the stance right now. Okay. Yeah. Racism, bad. Wow. Wow. Strong, strong stance. Strengthened from my previous stance. Yeah. Uh That it is in fact it is in fact quote schism on a serious tip. <laughs> uh, if you're uh, not one of our oh, racist, if fans, you're a racist, <laughs> if you're a racist, hey, quit it, cut it out, knock it off. But also send us email. <laughs> I don't know about, but sign your whole name so we can make fun of you on on the show. And like this maybe is an interesting new. Uh, feature we're developing maybe like your full mailing address but like seriously though just don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like for real though if you're a racist and you send us email we won't read it on the show if you're not a racist and send us email on the other hand right how bad cast at gmail.com how bad cast at gmail.com i mean we're probably not gonna do too much background checking <laughs> sure. if like the specific email you send us doesn't contain racist content you might I'm not guaranteeing that we're not going to read please put in the subject line someone's in email and then later find out that they're racist please put in the in the subject line after whatever the actual subject line is in parentheses I am not a racist yeah but most people that are racist say that they're not racist yeah okay uh maybe in parentheses I'm probably a little racist yeah. Because aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Just just convince us. Yeah. <laughs> or write to us about something totally unrelated sure. to the social construct of race and institutional and societal problems that uh, arise from uh, those believing that one of those races is superior to others. Yeah. Try Just try to avoid like, being okay, weird. Here, here's, a, here's a topic that you could write to us about. Sure. Did you pass your driver's test on the first try? Oh, all right. But yeah. if you did not, and you blame it on someone that's a different color than you <laughs> or Jews, don't write to us. Right. Yeah. Another thing that you could that you could write to us about. Yeah. Um, 
what's a good pizza you had recently? Mm-hmm. Unless mm. the answer is none, because Italians aren't white and therefore should be <laughs> slaughtered. <laughs> yeah, and that's at the extreme end. Even if like you just stop at aren't white, I think you just avoid it altogether. Yeah, really, if you're thinking about the race of anyone other than yourself while you're writing to us about your driver's exam or a pizza. Right. Or in general, really. Eh, well, let's not get too colorblind here. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're writing to us about anything, I mean. Yeah, I mean, right? I would... I like, would what love... email are you going to send us where it's really helpful to know the races of the people involved? That's a great point. Um, I, I I can't think of one right now, mm-hmm. but I don't want to like rule it out. Sure. Hey, if you can come up with a justifiable email <laughs> that follows the falls under those categories, hit us up at howbadcast at gmail dot com. Howbadcast at gmail dot com. Thank you. There you go. Uh, what's happening? Uh, I don't know. Like in, in your the lives world? later. What? Uh, that, Ooh, that people I, will be interested in. Oh, I will eat up to <laughs> one additional meal today. Hey. Oh. Well, uh, all right. Braggart. <laughs> That's what's going on in my life. People might want to know about that. Yeah. That you're having an additional meal. meal. Up yeah. from what? Ooh, great question. Uh, up from, like, in addition to what? Is that what you're yeah. asking? Yeah. Oh, I ate cheese and tortillas earlier. There you go. Okay. So I bought What's these- your plan for later? Probably cheese and tortillas. <laughs> but I'll add beans. Hey, hey, so nice. I, bought, I bought these tortillas on accident, oh. like from like from Target. Uh-huh. That like they were out of my normal brand. Yeah. La Preferita. Mm-hmm. Uh uh because you know, you can't get a decent tortilla within five hundred fucking miles of here. But um, So you just trust the name of the tortilla that I mean, it's a fine, it's a fine tortilla. It's it's maybe a decent tortilla. Maybe I should amend that thing that I say all the time, <laughs> but it's not great. Uh-huh. It's not even good. Um, uh, but like, so like, I, I got these tortillas because they're out of my normal brand, which they're out of a lot. I think they just don't ship enough or something. Mm-hmm. But I just thought, like, fuck it, I just need tortillas. I'll get like a smaller pack of like the Target brand ones. Yeah. Except for I accidentally bought carb conscious target brand tortillas <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're better oh. they're actually better than regular target tortillas i think because you have to put more fat in them to make them be a thing yeah that would make sense and that, thus there's like you know more oil in it is a it better it, all i'm saying is like not only is it in theory better for me maybe depending yeah <laughs> it tastes better great well that's good that was my point um that's what i've got coming up nice <laughs> fatty tortillas not that fatty. Though. Okay. So are, do you have a new brand of tortilla now then? I don't know. I'll probably just shift back and forth or I don't know. Whatever's there, baby. Yeah, whatever's around. Even if these are better. I don't Look, you don't have to tell me now. You've only had them once. Just wait until your next meal of cheese and tortillas. <laughs> yeah, so like so like it, if it follows my normal like buying habits, mm-hmm. uh, I will continue buying them if they are the second cheapest kind. Uh-huh. <laughs> I buy the second cheapest of everything. Uh-huh. You don't want to buy the cheapest. That's going to be bad. <laughs> sure. But the second cheapest might not be bad, and also it's cheap. Right. <laughs> right. Great tip. Real good. Real good. Mm-hmm. Of uh, the spear. <laughs> Dan? Hey. What do you got going on? Um, I'm, I'm probably going to eat later. What are you All having? Right. I don't know. Cheese and tortillas? I don't know. 
uh, do we still have tortillas? Hmm. No, I don't think we do. Want me to lend you some? No, that's okay. <laughs> we do have a lot of cheese, though. I still got a ton of that sharp cheddar we got from our grandfather. Oh, for Christmas. yeah. Sure. You got to get some crackers or some tortillas. Really or maybe do. some bread. Yeah, we really do. Ooh, yeah. Get like a get like a horseradish mayo on some bread and make a, make grilled cheese out of that sharp cheddar. I'm not going to put mayo on a grilled cheese. Does not sound appealing to me. It's not it, it, like... It doesn't. I don't like mayo that much either. Uh-huh. But it works out pretty well if you get like like a like a flavored mayo type of thing that you like just put lightly on the bread while you grill cheese. Interesting. Sahak tried to make mayo. Friend of the show, cheese. Andrew Sahak failed to make yeah, mayo it grilled cheese. Did not work at all. <laughs> wow. And I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not like saying that. Like, oh, what a fuck up he is. I just like, want. He, I mean, you just make it sound like it was like very dramatic. Well, what I meant was like he. It failed. It failed to cook. Oh. As a normal grilled cheese would. It, I think he over mayoed it. That's a distinct possibility. Yeah. I don't know how you're supposed to do it. You got a very light mayo and then put a little bit of oil on the pan in addition to the mayo and use like cast iron. Mm. Great. That's a hot tip for all of you out there. All you looking to offload some mayo onto something. Hot tip Sog. of the spear about grilled cheeses. Our friend of the show, Andrew Sog, may not be able to make mayo coated grilled cheese but he sure can make a comedy album we're told uh i was there he made it okay good i haven't received my digital copy yet so i couldn't tell you well because the release party hasn't come yet uh, yeah. it hasn't become released seven o'clock on february <laughs> i believe 1st. it's six o'clock now it just keeps getting earlier every oh. time well i guess you better uh be prepared to get there at like January 31st, just in case it keeps going forward until yeah. it rolls over. Just call. At the very least, you're going to have to get prepped to leave work directly for there. Call Mortimer's yeah. and say, when, are, when do you open? Right. Get there 15 minutes before that. <laughs> With a sign that says Sawhawk's name on it, however you think that's spelled. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, they should all know by now. Should they? This is an audio yeah, we like we medium. like spell it every time though. Like that's true because you would find more information on this by going to Andrew Sahak, C A H A K dot com, right, right? Or Andrew Sahak's Dracula, no apostrophe. We've covered it, right? Okay, great. dot com. Hey, if you're going on the internet to buy stuff, you can also <laughs> go to live dot dot com to get tickets for my other podcast live show happening Thursday, March seventh at the Trilon Cinema in Minneapolis. Wow. We'll be watching The Princess Bride. Also, our brother-in-law will be there on the ones and twos. (laughs) On the ones and twos? What a a selling point for this show. Yeah. You know how how everyone on the show is a huge fan of our brother-in-law that we've probably never talked about. And how he uses iPods. (laughs) Two of them. What? It wouldn't be the ones and twos if he wasn't. Oh, I see. I got it. Yeah. So did you lie to our audience, or is he going to use two iPods? (sighs) He's probably not even going to use one. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's going to be his phone. I'm sorry, everybody. (laughs) Maybe a laptop. Yeah, there'll be a laptop there. You can simulate the ones and twos. There you go. With, like, some sort of ones and two generator. Yeah. (laughs) Like a baby. When are we going to do some sort of event that Dan can promote on his other podcast? Dan won't promote it on his other podcast. I know. (laughs) Jerk. We don't promote things on that podcast except ourselves. We're very self-involved <laughs> over at Dots Recall. This is you. This show is you. Most of the time. Sometimes you're not here. 
Yeah, that's your fault, though. I know. <laughs> we could just do a live event. We could call it our 300th episode spectacular. Are we close to 300? Man, I, I have no idea. We, no one else knows either, right? Like, no. Oh, no, actually. It'd be, it'd be more like, it'd be more like, it would be no more than 150. I think I only recently discovered the feature of iTunes where you tell it how many episodes you want on your feed. Uh, which was set very small. Yes, it was. Uh, Ooh, we should set it to 100. I think I set it to 300, so nice. I don't think we're at 300 yet. <laughs> nice. Let's see how many we are at. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and, of course, you can always see, see how many Mike are at. at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic. Ah. Every Thursday night at 10 o'clock, sign up at 9.30. You'll laugh your blast off. Blast. 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 Tip of spear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. It like it's literally just like a phrase that like you know m- does not mean in any way what we take it to mean. <laughs> yeah, but it definitely means what we're taking it to mean. Yeah, uh, god damn it. It's like if you just chant the president's name, right? It's basically like understood that you're saying uh, "White America for the white." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, does that? hold true for any president no just this current one. Oh, okay great i mean i mean not great <laughs> <laughs> you almost tip of the spear <laughs> all right we gotta go all, all right. right galactic pizza 